The All-Star Game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whether you're into basketball or not into basketball is an inconsequential thing here. What matters here is that what it's going to mean for Indianapolis and really for Indiana. It's this three-day infomercial is the best way to describe it. And everybody across the state has a chance to benefit from it. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, which is X at IIB. Uh, this, this, this is it. All the work and, and the delays and everything else comes down to this coming weekend. And it means big, big dollars for the state. Uh, yeah, it does, Tony. Uh, a lot of potatoes, as Matt would say, uh, right. for the local economy. Uh, but $320 million is the, uh, is the estimated economic impact of the All-Star Game. And you mentioned the delay. Uh, folks may remember it was 2017 when uh, Indianapolis, once again, doing what it does best and creating unique uh, experiences. Larry Bird drove an Indy car through the streets of Manhattan to deliver the bid for the NBA All-Star Game to the NBA headquarters. That was for the 2021 game. Of course, the pandemic meant that was uh, uh, delayed uh, until now. And after all these years, it's finally here. But what it means for the city is not just, hey, the bars are going to be full for a couple of nights. The restaurants are going to be full for uh, a couple of nights. I assume this host committee and, and, and those people who really do create the growth see this as exactly as I described it. This is an infomercial for Indiana and gets people to recognize yep. that we're here. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, I think that's a good way to describe it, Tony, an infomercial, because this uh, is uh, really putting the Indianapolis and the Indiana message out on the global stage. Uh, TNT has the broadcast rights for the game in the United States, but the uh, the, the, the broadcast is going to more than 200 com- uh, countries, 200 countries and territories, 50 languages. They'll see Indianapolis uh, all spruced up and, and ready to go this weekend. So it's a great opportunity there. The other piece, and I mentioned Indiana, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation uh, is taking note of the fact that there are some 50 major corporations, uh, AT&T, Nike, Google, uh, who will all be here uh, in town, as well as site selection consultants, those people who go around the country for on behalf of companies and organizations looking for property, looking for places to invest. So this is an opportunity for the IEDC to get in the game and, and, and entertain and uh, expose some of these people who perhaps have never been here before uh, to what Indianapolis and Indiana are all about. Talking to Gary Dick from Inside Indiana. InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Uh, there are some other stories uh, going on, and certainly uh, this this is is one of the big ones. I think that within this story about the All Star Game is that this was originally scheduled for 2021. I am actually wearing. Mm-hmm. I had gotten access to one of the zip ups they had. It was. Uh, it says All NBA All Star 2021 Indianapolis. Like I've got one of those. Wearing it uh, as as we speak, I was a little chilly, people. That's right, a little chilly in the downstairs studio. And people forget that this was when the All-Star Game was supposed to happen. But in the three years that have taken place because it got canceled because of COVID, what ends up happening is that Indianapolis gets a much better bite of, of, of the apple 
They have a much better showing yeah. going on. Uh, describe the differences between 2021 and today. Well, they're stark, and and I think uh, it's appropriate to bring it up because uh, you know you flash back uh, to that period of time. It was very challenging for Indianapolis, in particular downtown Indianapolis, and communities around the the country as well. Uh, today, a much different story, and I think part of the story. Tony, that will be told this week as well as folks go out and speak with corporations and other types of folks trying to drum up business is the billions of dollars in projects that are now underway in downtown Indy, including the 300 plus million dollar makeover of Gainbridge Fieldhouse, which is going to be on full display. Uh, what's planned for Circle Center, the Indy 11 uh, Stadium and that development, uh, Elanco, uh, multi-billion dollars of investment happening in downtown Indy. So a lot will be going on. I'm actually on my way to Gainbridge now, going to be speaking with uh, Pacers co-owner Steve Simon, uh, uh, who uh, uh, has some definite thoughts about where the franchise is, where he wants it to go as well, uh, looking forward. That will be on the show this week. And part of that uh, picture that I know the Pacers are very uh, intentional about is engaging, helping you engage downtown Indianapolis investment projects and those types of things. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Let's get into some other things going on in Indianapolis, particularly a conversation regarding scandal. Uh, we have seen over there at Newfields uh, the release of, of Dr. Burnett as CEO, the resignation of members, trustees, uh, et cetera, questions about financial impropriety, and there has been no response from uh, the board chair, Darianne Christian. You have the uh, a, a board member there from, from a, a bank, be, late, I think it's like Citibank, being put up as the interim uh, CEO. Questions of how could you get rid of a black CEO and replace them with a black woman, get rid, replace them with a white man? That's not my conversation. That's conversations that led to the removal of Venable going back uh, a couple years ago as the then CEO. So you've got this this weird story there that has never gotten an answer that has satisfied the artist community or or anybody else. Now you have Gil Perry. You have the story over there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Uh, he, no, he is no longer president of uh, IU Health uh, Hospital, a spokesperson confirming uh, that he left the organization. I'm not saying that people don't leave organizations. He was there for... For almost three years, I'm asking a question. Is this, is this seen by many as just, well, that's quick, that's odd. What is going on here? Not that the two things were related. It's just yet another example of somebody heading out, and you don't know why it happened. And, and examples, I think, Tony, of um, communication strategies that perhaps uh, are, are a bit challenged. Uh, you mentioned initially uh, the uh, the Newfield situation. I know my colleague David Linquist at uh, at IBJ has been covering that story extensively, and he and I know others have been a bit frustrated at the lack of information coming out uh, surrounding uh, the departure uh, uh, there at Newfields, which of course is an institution very important to the uh, the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana. As you look at the arts and culture, cultural scene. Uh, and similarly, and again, IBJ broke the story last uh, last night on the uh, the IU Health uh, departure. 
uh, just saying they're not going to comment on personnel issues. So it creates an air of um, uncertainty of, of questions. It kind of creates more questions about exactly what's happened. And uh, I think we're all kind of in the same in the same boat, uh, wondering what's behind the, the moves. Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on the Twitter, X at IIB. I appreciate you taking the time. 